that's the TK way is putting in a ton of effort on something and then throwing <laughs> it away for a terrible pun. <laughs> I wouldn't have it in any like other way. seconds notice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, this is my intro. Are you going to say anything? No, because it's mute math. This week on My Taste in Music is Terrible, we rank the entire mute math discography. Let the intro music drop. thing before before we jump into armistice should i read some of jonathan's pickup lines oh that he provided yes oh and i actually have another game too okay we should do that now because we we only have two albums left yeah um so for context taylor john jonathan usually does some pickup lines um he Mm. used to do love tips in season one as a single guy i devour them um, and now he switched to just pickup lines. And he said that with with these ones, he put he he used a song title in each one. Um, so there's a lot of them. There's well, there's six of them. Okay. So the first one says, "Oh my gosh, can I check your vitals? Because you definitely just fell from heaven." <laughs> not great not great i'm good i, I mean like, at least he's trying though i feel like, like he's, he's just, trying really I give that hard. a solid jonathan tier <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i feel like i feel like jonathan just really wanted to like slip vitals into one of them yeah um it could work on the right gal that's true or the one who gal. maybe <laughs> takes pity on you <laughs> um i i didn't actually read these ahead of time okay oh well, that's even way. better so uh, tell your heart heads up Because I'm here to stay That's Forward <laughs> <laughs> Are these all mute math puns? Yeah No they're all mute math song titles Okay good um, Do you have sunglasses I can borrow? Because I just looked at you And it was like staring into the sun It's stare at the sun Jonathan oh, How dare you Jonathan. They only say it 10,000 times <laughs> <laughs> That's the only lyric, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mind if I buy us matching vests? Cause we'd be bulletproof together. Okay. That one's a stretch. I think the best part about that pickup line was when TK dropped his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're so, we're just so much more mean to Jonathan I've, when he's not here. That's true. <laughs> the J tier. <laughs> This one's wow. This one's odd. really misogynistic. Wow, uh, inoffensive. I don't think I can read that. Um, All right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I was I was totally kidding. I I I'm not even looking at it. No, I know. I was just going along with what you were doing. Um, when you say Plan B, does that mean I can be yours? What? So either <laughs> he's accepting that he was the second choice, right? Like I, I I don't okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this one I feel like maybe has multiple song titles in it. Okay. If I'm a nuisance, don't place me on hold. 
march with me to the end instead. <laughs> That's not even a pickup line. <laughs> no. Wait, let's let's role play that really quick. Okay. I'll be the girl just sitting at the bar. Okay. Come up to me and say that. Here. No, Taylor, you you can say it. It's Here. that bottom one right there. Here, I'm sitting at the bar, you approach. Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm a nuisance, don't place me on hold. March with me to the end instead. Okay. <laughs> I left her speechless. <laughs> it works every time. It's 60% of the time. It's really the bath just, salts cutting through there. That helps. <laughs> yeah, I just... It's really hard to try and deliver that in a way that's... Right. We, we did make eye contact the entire time. <laughs> All right. That's been uh, pickup lines with Jonathan. Thank you for that. Uh, we'll have to text him later and let him know how much Thanks, we love him. Yeah, great job. The uh, the next whole big can of worms Let's that I'm gonna ant- open, baby girl, is. Oh, do we have another tier list? He's digging through his file folder. <laughs> or is it tier pizza? list? Is it part two, time? where no one is safe? We rank. R Y. No. No. Our children. We we are not ranking wives. Okay. God, Nathan. Can we do the? I have a question. Can we do? Can we do more tier lists? And then once we have like five or six tier lists made, can we do an episode where we make a tier list of our tier lists? Ooh. (laughs) And they're so small, we can't even see what they are. <laughs> as okay. long as we always have an end tier, I'm okay with that. I just need a home. Next, we are going to... We're going to put into this exact same tier list all of our guests that we've ever had on the podcast. Oh, man. Does that mean I'm on this list? Yes. <laughs> and Josh is on this list. When was Josh Wait, Josh guest? wasn't ever on as a guest, was he? Yeah, he was on a guest as a guest last week. Boy... Well, in spirit, I guess he 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 wrote yeah, into true, the pod. Kind of. Actually, I think you're right because he came. He was he was on our Reliant K episode as a guest. Oh, okay. no, he wasn't on the Reliant K episode. That was like the whole deal. No, that was Hannah, no, 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 the right? first Reliant K episode. He wrote in as a guest. Oh, so we're gonna start first. But he wrote in after the fact. <sighs> I hate it when we fight. Um, okay, so first we're gonna start with. Okay, that's like our whole deal. I know, and I hate it. We're going to start with Tanner. Well, I love it. <sighs> Shut up. We're going to talk about Tanner Hackwith okay. first. Um, S tier. Quality first name. Have? Yeah. Best. And he has the best name. He has the best name. Out of any guest we've had. And uh, and he was he was a big MyChem fan. Yeah. So he's teeny. So I... I made him teeny. I and he's, he's in the S tier. Actually, no. I'm sorry. A, a, a plus tier. Oh, okay. He can't be on par with Josh. No, right. he can't. Okay, next we have Corbin Herbal. Corbin Burnson? No. Corbin Blue? No. Yeah, from High School Musical, Corbin Blue. <laughs> Who never did anything else, I don't think. <laughs> Who never... Um, I'm going to say A tier, because I like that he likes Devil Wears Prada. I also like that he likes Devil Wears Prada. Can we do a record? ranking on those albums next? Ooh. I really, really want to. I really want to. I just heard them for the first time, and that was not what I was expecting Ooh. a band like Which that. Which album? 
I don't even know. What did you guys? He heard uh, "Danger Wild Man." Oh, it terrified me. Metal. Third best song on that album. I was so scared. Third best song on that album. Third, yeah. Wow, you have some different opinions. Sassafras. Than I Sassafras. Is yes. So good. That's my favorite one. That's the best. Okay. Danger Wild Man. This girl. Quite possibly my favorite of all their songs. Who is that? That looks. Um, you said we're not painting? ranking our wives. <laughs> oh, it's Claire. Well, she was a guest though, so like. Okay. Sorry. Um, S plus. Ooh, baby girl. W for wives, but it's above S. So I, I, hey, Jonathan, I just came up with a pickup line. Girl, if I were putting you on a tier list, it would be S plus. S plus for sexy. It'd be W for wife material. All right. She's half, just half of Claire <laughs> is visible because she's up the S plus. Okay, Sydney. She challenged us. Because we did a series called the Pop Punk Pizza Party. Mm-hmm. We're all summer. We went Clear over Pop Punk. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shameless rip off. Shameless Taylor, rip off. I don't know if you've noticed, but that's kind of what we do. <laughs> that's, we very much ride other people's who, coattails. Who is, your, who is your guest? Was it a... We did a bunch it was of ton, them. tons of we people. Jared Dines. It was all... <laughs> yeah. yeah um, what's that guy's name? Yeah. Jared Dines and Jared Alonji. Oh, Jared Alonji. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 Wait, who's Jared Dines? The metal guy. Oh, that's right. But yeah, they're yeah. friends, so yeah. they, they do a lot of stuff. Right. But Sydney, so we like we we had our game every week was Are You Even Pop Punk? So <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would just ask people pop punk trivia questions, and then Sydney turned the game on us and asked us all the questions, and it was the funniest. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking S tier, like totally unprompted, just like S for yeah. Sydney. Yeah, like do yeah. your best Tom DeLonge impression. S tier because that was awesome, and her name starts with S. I feel like Tom DeLonge gets a lot of impressions anyways, though. It's true. Right. He's the alien one, right? To be... F- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who left he the is. band? Yeah. Angels and Airwaves. That guy. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Angels and Airwaves is good, too. Yeah, because Elon Rubin's in the band. Ah. Well, it, it's good, but Elon Rubin is just awesome. I Empire's getting pressed again on vinyl. And there, I have it pre-ordered. The new Angels and Airwaves album is like my third favorite album of the year. It's so weird. It's super good. It was in like a chrome wrapper and it sounded like a spaceship on the first track. And I was like, what is this? Is this A&A? Dude, it's so good. That's sweet. It's shreds. It was awesome. And it's like very pop punky. So that's that's cool. Um, okay. Next we got Allie, um, whose last name I can't remember. Ology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's her Instagram handle. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> she Frazier. 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 Oh. I'm going to put her in S tier because she knew a lot about Vampire Weekend. Vampire. That V-dubs. Was, that was one of my favorite episodes that we did, mostly because of Allie and I talking about Vampire Weekend. Ah, uh, yes. Jordan. Jordan. I have a, a confession for you. I've never listened to Vampire Weekend. You're better off. Ooh. I have to go. <laughs> All I know is that they got in trouble for using that picture of that girl in like the yellow shirt because she didn't give him permission. That's the only thing I know about them. Yeah, I have that picture on my wall. Mm-hmm. My well, office. then she's she's gonna sue First you. of all, no, they settled. Oh, um, they're great. Okay. Don't listen to this guy. Okay, <laughs> they have a couple okay songs, dude. What you <laughs> okay? I shouldn't have brought this up. <laughs> I hate it when we fight. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're like, if you can appreciate mute math as a musician, you should be able to appreciate Ezra Koenig 
That's all. As a what? What does Ezra do? As a musician. Being hipster. Does he sing? Does he play guitar? He As the husband very to Rashida Jones. He, oh, really? He is married to Rashida Jones. He sings while playing very difficult chords. Like F. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bar <Yeah>. chords. <laughs> the F chord <laughs> is very hard. It's to put your thumb up there. That's true. If you really I'm, want to do it right. I'm going to put. Or you play fast and loose and let that E string ride, baby. No, no, no. The, I would say the Black Keys are better than Vampire Weekend. Oh, my, no. oh my gosh. This That's is, the kiss of death. This is too much for me. This is called My Tasty Music is Terrible. So maybe we're actually brought on so someone with good taste. We're, we're and wrong. The, and then the wheels come off. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? This, this thing explodes. Wait, have we been wrong this whole time? <laughs> we're having an existential crisis. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Jordan Floyd. I don't know half these people. He was on the Wonders Year, one, the Wonder <laughs> Years episode. He was also on the Unpopular Opinions episode. I'm going to put him in the Jonathan tier ah. because mm. Jonathan and I were the only ones on the Unpopular Opinions episode with him, Perfect. and it was very fun. Yep, good call. Good call. Ready. <laughs> Cut. Welcome back from that <laughs> jarring cut. <laughs> Some things happened. We're repentant and well, yeah, we, we're back on track. We've we've leapt over our sin. We've made mistakes. All right, so Bailey. We've um, made mistakes. We get messy. We get messy. Miss Frizzle says. Let's just put her with the ladies. The ladies all seem to be up in the S tier. Yeah. I think she, it'd be offensive. She had some good dance. And I think her say. tier list was the exact same as mine for Paramore. So well, I She no. had some... No opinions I disagree with about Paramore. Right. So, oh, should I move her down to F then? Let's put her if, in. Let's put her in if the B. she doesn't agree with a man, there, just put her in N for a agrees man. With Nathan. There, there's nothing in the B tier, so we should let's just put her in the B tier because this is so offensive. B for Bailey. B for Bailey. <laughs> hey, that's that works. Um. Okay. Ash, over the B. Ashley and Brian. Here's where I'm gonna put them. A and B. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. it actually works. <laughs> Turns out making a tier list when you just use people's first letter of their name. <laughs> it's just a great way to rank your friends. This is so stupid. All right, who do we got left? Josh. B for baby. <laughs> There's a baby in no, that no, no. photo. Josh, Wait, Josh is already on here. Josh, Josh gets to become S <laughs> tier now. Josh is the Josh category. <laughs> Josh is S tier now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. B this, for baby. There's a baby right there. So Josh is the S. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, these these guys. Madison, Madison and Nathan. Um, Taylor, where should we well, put M and them? N are right next to each other in the alphabet, See, so I, we can be the I M and N. I was gonna say put him in the N tier again, <laughs> but because Madison's in the picture, I feel like it should go higher. Well, M M tier is technically higher. I feel like A for Madison Mad Dog Robertus, which is what I call her. Hey, man, I'm just on the board now. Points on the board. Also, where are we going to have room for the rest of the Mute Map albums on this? <laughs> it's not important. Jonathan and Kennedy Crabtree. Josh tier for sure. I actually met them. They're definitely Josh tier. Yeah. Yeah. Crabtree is also a great last name. 
Right. There in my phone, it's literally like a crab emoji and then a tree <laughs> emoji. You know the you know what the crazy thing is that <coughs> Crabtree's a great last name. That's Jonathan's last name, but Kennedy's maiden name is Duck, which is also a great Whoa. last name. Like what? Dude. Power out of the couple. out of the duck and into Power the crab tree. I really B for Bailey. Josh is in the Josh tier. B for baby though. <laughs> Who's here, left? There's, here, here. Just uh, do another. We need one for Josh, one for baby Josh. <laughs> um Yeah. There B we go. for baby. There we go. Perfect. Just copy paste it. All right, who's left? Perfect. I see one more down there. Oh, no. No, never mind. It was the scroll Yeah, thing. you're okay. you're in the N. That's right. I'm down there. Okay. Fantastic. Well, once again, check back down the Instagram <laughs> for a really, really tiny version of this tier list. Uh but that leads us to Armistice, which we kind of already precursored, I said, because I saw it live. They also have a live version. It's one of the only albums they have a live version of. Um, they have another one of, what's the live from DC one? Which album was that? I can't remember. Anyways, uh, Armistice and Armistice Live. Armistice Live is actually really good, too. Um, but what did you guys think of Armistice, the second uh, full-length album well, from Mute Math? Jonathan placed Armistice. At number five out of five. Didn't really stand out. Probably wouldn't listen to it all the way through again. Just a worse version of self-titled. Spotlight is a great song, though. But the only one that stood out to Jonathan. Okay. Interesting take. I feel like, for me personally... If I may be so bold, I also had it at number five. Now it pains me to do that because it's a good album, uh, <clears throat> and this is kind of where we got into with Paramore, where it's just like somebody or, has to be five, right? Someone's got to be five, or 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 our top ten Reliant K songs. It's like the number ten Reliant K song is still the best out of a hundred Reliant K songs. But Armistice is probably my least favorite because it it had a lot of the DNA of the self titled, but it wasn't the self titled and in my opinion, so they were starting their transition away from the rock into the electronic genre a little bit. You get hints of that. But I honestly see this is what makes me want to listen to Earth Suit is like I I think the things that I liked about the first album, I almost wanted to hear the album before that. And so I should check out Earth Suit if that's what that is, which is like, you know, obviously what Paul was up to before this. But yeah, I had Armistice as fifth. It's still good. It has a lot of good tracks. It just isn't noteworthy in my brain. Like when I think about Mute Math, it's also why I'm not motivated to pay $175 for it because it's like, if it was this album, I would, but I, yeah, it's, it's a good album and it's solid front to back, but it's just, there's not enough, enough period, I guess, not enough funk, not enough soul, not enough jazz, not enough, you know, even rock. It's just like, it's, it's solid and it's technical, but it's not, um, it's kind of in between. It's a man without a country in a sense. I don't know. That's my takeaway. Yeah, I think it's self-titled. Diet self-titled. Yeah, yeah. I guess what 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 Vitals is to play dead, Armistice is to self-titled. And I don't know. That's my that's my take. Which is funny given the timing because it came after versus before. But, anyways, I thought all the styles and genres that were in self-titled got pushed out, like you're kind of saying, but they hadn't quite found their way to express all that eccentricity and bring all those different influences together in a package yet. Um, I think there's 
some nice indie rock songs on there, but it's not as cohesive as the self-titled, but it's also not quite as creative as some of the other albums. Mm. That was that was what I was kind of thinking about this one. There are some good songs. I like Backfire. I thought that was the chorus will get stuck in your head. Spotlight's a great bass driving song and Electrify has that really like drums and bass that that's a pretty prevalent beat in this album too. Mm-hmm. That feel, uh, which maybe that gets a little stale, but you know, I think it's it's a good album. But I had it at number four, and I think the Spotlight EP does a better job with Spotlight and kind of highlighting it with good songs um, than Armistice does. But yeah, the breakbeat, yeah, there's a lot of breakbeat, which is which is cool because Darren does it he so plays clean. It. He actually plays it. It's not like it's not programmed. It's not sequenced. Because real drums and bass stuff is is programmed. That's why it sounds like that. Right. Unless you're like Johnny Rab but or Darren King mm-hmm. and he just he crushes it. Yeah. Which should we just take a moment and talk about how amazing he is and his drum setup? Because the big thing that sticks to me is his drum setup is so simple. Yeah. He's usually with like <laughs> one big crash ride symbol yep. or a ride that he treats as a crash. Hi-hats. And then just Rack Tom Floor Tom. With drum. no rezo heads. No rezo heads. So it's got that like 70s open airy sound to it. With super deadened heads. Like the beater heads are just like covered in duct tape. Yeah, taped like up. A ton of stripes. But of somehow duct tape. don't just sound like a cardboard box either. I don't know how they finagle it to get like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I ask if you if you could help me tune my drums. So I'm not the guy to speculate on that. I use electric drums. So I don't <laughs> tune nothing. <laughs> but that's honestly been the hardest thing for me is, and, and I wonder how much of it is like audio engineering. Cause I think that they're really good audio engineers too. I think that's a lot of the strength of this band. So I wonder, but like he's got that set during the guitar center drum off. And I mm-hmm. think they're just using house mics and house sound guys. So it still sounds phenomenal. So I'm not sure what he's doing. He's just got such a meaty, like satisfying kick drum sound that he's always got with no rezo head on the kick at all. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and just like a big pile of sandbags and a mic right inside it. And yeah, his setup's fascinating. It's like, he's one of those guys who just like knows exactly what he wants. In fact, he's doing sound design. Now he sells, um, packs of like sound, like, like produced music for movies. And so you can just download those. I have some of them. They're really good. He, wow. he worked with Ezra Cohen and a couple other guys and came up with all of these sound packs that are, really really <coughs> interesting it's like take the long songs that mute math was doing that were like the bangers they would end with that just went forever and it's that um but just for movies and for so, burn notice yeah for, for, for yeah <laughs> using episodes of burn for notice. establishing shots and burn notice <laughs> so so i don't know what do you guys think about this for other instruments uh as players of other instruments but for drums if a good drummer if darren king or john bonham or fill in the blank top-notch drummer if they sit down at any drum set no matter how nice or crappy you could almost identify, Oh, that's John Bonham that mm. he just has a sound or a feel or a way they play. Yeah. Maybe guitars or basses like that too. But I feel like drums is, is, uh, amazing in that way that somebody can have their sound, not necessarily be tied to their instrument. I think for better, mm. for worse, Ringo personality was really out. that way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the obvious answer as a bass player is flea. Um, however, the more relevant answer to, I think most of our taste in music for me is the no longer in the band, Jeremy Davis of Paramore, um, especially on self-titled those bass lines, man. I love that album for that reason. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I think that there's that, that definitely is a thing like with, with other instruments too. Um, I, I think it is a thing with bass, but probably less so than with most other instruments. Um, with the exception of like, you know, obviously flea is like iconic. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I ever think about that instrumentally. I think about that a lot vocally mm-hmm. where, um, like one day this singer has a SM 57 and the next day he's got a, <laughs> Whoa, it's just, he's car carbleton. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I, I, no, I agree with you because like even your Gerard weighing on your ears, like Dan Campbell, there's no way I would ever hear another band and like, and think like, is that Dan Campbell? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's like, or like Spencer Chamberlain from under oath like, or John that's Foreman under oath or John, or Foreman. John yeah. Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Max, Kevin Mack, Max, Paul Meany. Yes. Paul Meany is Kevin Lacks. My Kevin Max light kind of, in my opinion, a little bit more of a palatable for multiple albums. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or Kevin. Tom DeLong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, think so. <laughs> <laughs> California, where are you? <laughs> and I'm so- just, I love that we have a Josh tier, and then the exact same picture of Josh <laughs> is in the B tier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, is it... Are we placing Armistice on this now? Yeah. Yeah, I had it at five. So uh, did Jono. Is that four for me? Four. TK, where'd you have? Um, I forgot it existed, so that means not good. <laughs> you was did you like it more than Odd Soul? No. Okay. I thought. Oh, I got the impression that Odd Soul no, is like oh, your most. You know hated what? Album. I would say Odd Soul would be four. This would be five because okay. it just happened. It was more like, oh, is this is still going? <laughs> was more my reaction Ouch. to it. I'm gonna say F. <laughs> okay. Wow. I see. I would say that I don't think. I don't think you know, made an F tier album, but if we're ranking them against each other, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Well, yeah, and I also don't want to put it in the Jonathan tier, right? Because oh. I'm saying that literally Vitals and Tanner Ramey and Jordan Floyd are are Jonathan tier. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like there has to be a floor on this. I you think know it's I mean? worth the, worse than Vitals for sure. So that's a fair spot for it. Okay. All right. I'm glad you think it's worse than me too. <laughs> It is. Barely. If you were both drowning, Just barely. If you were drowning, <laughs> I heard someone talk. I don't know who it was though. I feel like I feel like I lost some respect from Taylor with my <laughs> Vampire Weekend if, opinions. If you were both drowning, it'd be a tough decision because I actually don't have that album. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd rather but, have a waterlogged <laughs> copy of Armistice by Mutt than save my life. <laughs> I mean, how long's it been droughted? <laughs> is it sunny out or is it nighttime? Or is it fresh water or salt water? What are you talking about? Salt water. Oh, that's, I did. in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, uh, at least you aren't gonna have sun damage. That's true. Right, that's right. True. It's somewhat salvageable. <laughs> my my copy of freaking the upsides by the Wonder Years is like so waterlogged and ruined. What, and- what would happen to it? I got it in the mail. I paid 50 bucks for it. I was like, oh, sick. This is only 50 bucks. And then I got it in the mail and was like, it's it's so much water damage. And I was so mad. And then I like looked at like what the write-up of it was. It was like severe water damage. And I was like, dang it. Oh, on Discogs? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that's why you always read that before you buy. 
Yep. I thought you were going to say, you were going to be like, well, you remember that friend of ours we used to have? It and this album and that friend were drowning in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked the album. <laughs> I've only ever bought one album on Discogs. Really? It was um, Modern Vampires of the City. Yeah. Vampire Weekend. Taylor. Bought a which which songs are on that? The the good ones. Obvious Bicycle, Unbelievers, Wait, Diane What year Young. is this one? This is oh, 13? Oh, 15. It's a new 15? Mm-hmm. You might be right. No, 13. You're right. I'm right. Yeah, you're right. We got to have a fact he's, checker. He's at some literally point. logging into his phone and putting a check mark. Yeah. I'm just, I'm name. actually just, t- I'm opening got a tally up mark. mark. I'm no, opening up t- Apple Notes <laughs> and just, like typing <laughs> just typing, I'm right. It's like in community where it just says check marks. Notches. Notches. Yeah, notches. Yeah. Troy. <laughs> Wing, classic wingers. Notches. Um, let's, <laughs> see, that let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 2013. Okay. Yeah. I s- freaking said, I'm right then. It's that one. Because I agreed with you and you were right. All right. Ergo. It's one of the, the three out of four good albums. You know, I was about to say, I really like that one song, but then I realized it was actually Arcade Fire and not Vampire Weekend. So, <laughs> My favorite part of that Vampire Weekend song is that it's actually by Arcade Fire. <laughs> I just... Oh, man. They're so good. I mean, I've, no I've one... heard that from other people, so it must... Uh, people must about, feel that how way. How about this? I'll Forrest Gump it, which is where... <laughs> Oh I watched gosh. Forrest Gump and say if I liked it or not to settle a debate, which I still haven't done. Uh, and I will listen to some Vampire Weekend. That movie, that? Forrest Gump, is boomer propaganda. Well, Jonathan likes it. Or do you? Who is it? Who is wanting? No, it's it Jonathan. Jonathan. He, I made him really mad when I was like, yeah, Forrest Gump sucks is boomer propaganda. It's basically the same thing as clothespinning the like more viscous, hard shower curtain that stays in the inside of your shower to the actual shower curtain it's the it's That's the it's the cinematic heck of an analogy of my guy <laughs> yeah, you lost me so on the storyline's really difficult to I follow just, is that what you're saying no no, no. i'm just i'm house sitting for an elderly couple right now <laughs> make sure that and you they buy safety pinned their shower curtains together so buy them and i was like inside? why no no like one is one is outside one is inside but like they're both on like the rings, right? And it's like, why do you need to, why do you need to clothespin these together? Oh, and I was like, that that is the most boomer thing. My takeaway from seen. that is that you should always buy the most viscous shower curtain that you can. <laughs> yeah, the, the shower curtain that's resistant it, to flow. Yeah, and for the for the listeners at home, can you define viscous? Yeah, I know. I just was wondering Res- resistance to flow. But specifically in terms of a liquid, my guy. Resistance to flow like KJ52. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. The Whoa. Coke fry cheeseburger. What a classic. Shots well, fired. Next, next week we'll be ranking all of KJ52s. <laughs> no, oh, God, no. I, uh, I can't make it next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm out of town. I'm busy watching Forrest Gump next week. Um, <laughs> all right, so we come to... I'm just going to say This used it. to be such a I'm great country. It. The crown jewel of the Mute Math discography, self-titled. We and, and I will say, this came up when we were talking about really strong debut albums. And I kept saying this album over and over, and no one was paying attention to me. So now is my time for me to ramrod this down your guys' throats, that this is the greatest album, maybe of all time, but definitely of Mute Math's discography. And Whoa. It was, 
I don't know about all time, but it's on my desert island picks. Like I love this album. This is like typical was the one of the first mute math songs I ever heard, and I was like, "What is this? What is this song?" And when I finally found the band, because you told me who it yes. was, uh, I have just been obsessed with this album. Stare at the Sun is so fun to just sit on the drums and vibe and just play. And I, like Collapse is an amazing song. Like all of it. It's really, really good. And there's such weird stuff on this. Like, like I don't know. It makes me question who they thought the audience for this was because like I've never heard anything like it. And I, I don't think they cared. I think they were just like in that mode of like mailing demo tracks back to forth for fun. And we're like, well, let's make an album, I guess. And this is what happened. And it's beautiful. That's my hot take. I don't feel like that was a very hot take. I feel like that was well thought out. Extremely well put. Too. Well, I've had like however many years to think about this. <laughs> 15, <laughs> 15 years. I mean, here, let's, let's say this. 15 years ago. Let's say this. Hot take in that it's like a. A, a molten core like right lots of lots of pressure and time mm. has gone into it what are you a okay. teacher or something no pressure and time is a great song by the way right another true. blues rock band you guys might be into and Ooh. pressure is a great song yeah. that is a great song also yeah. under pressure under pressure by um mc hammer by mc <laughs> <laughs> dang it you guys are the joke before me <laughs> we can't get a punchline out on the show. There's t- there's too much wit. Uh, what did our boy Jono have to say about this masterpiece? And don't <clears throat> offend me with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like okay. Yeah, let's just go. Um, what, what are your opinions? And don't offend is, me. So John- is Jono gonna slip out of Jono tier? Jono Jono placed this Nathan. Um, Nathan proclaimed masterpiece mm-hmm. at number three um, behind Vitals and Play Dead. Okay. He said some really good songs, some okay songs. He I'm going to put, I'm putting Jonathan in the F tier. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but there's Below still the a Jonathan, Jonathan tier. Okay, so Jonathan is now not in the Jonathan tier. We accept tier. that. Um, okay. He also said too many instrumentals. They're fun, but at a certain point, I just want some vocals. However, the instrumentals are well-written, and I can't think of another album that's quite like this one. Let me just, spoiler alert, of the uh, from the two and a half songs that Tanner has heard from this album, yep. I can think of another album like it. Okay. That I think it sounds Ooh. very much like. Okay. Um, he also said it, the album was quite long. Uh, he said he may have been a bigger fan of this one if he grew up listening to it. Um, or if he grew up listening to Mute Math, but he started listening to them in college, so that's has, a good caveat for a lot of music. That I'm <laughs> sure it's true. It's has true. been discussed. I would this like podcast. this album if I had better taste. <laughs> is what I'm hearing there. I'm sure. I'd, uh, I'm sure I'd like Vampire Weekend if I listened to them when I was young and impressionable. <laughs> I did not listen to them when I was young and impressionable. I listened to them when and I was they are undiscerning. Amazing. I just want to spend the rest of this just podcast no arguing now, about huh? Vampire Weekend with Taylor, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am, however, going to loan Nathan my three Vampire Weekend records. Please do. I um, will Forrest Gump this thing. But, like, actually listen to him. Though. Like, I know you're not going to watch Forrest up. Gump. So. <laughs> I'll get to it. I have the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> uh, he said it's their most guitar-centric album. Uh, and then he named his top songs from it. Typical, Chaos, Noticed, and Control. Okay. So that was Jono. Number three. Kind of middle of the road. Tanner... Listened to the first two and a half songs of this album mm-hmm. before his wife, Claire, said, why are we listening to this? 
And take Claire down one tier, please. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't I'm going to take her down, like, maybe that much. Okay, thank you. So she's still S+. Plus. Um, I, I feel like that's... Uh, yeah. I, I got to be honest. I, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, this is just okay, and it sounds very, very, very much like DC Talks Supernatural. Ooh. Interesting. What? I need to go listen to that album again. Which song? <laughs> yeah. What Typical. part of it? Typical did, could literally be on DC Talks Supernatural. Did you listen to it right? I did. Did you listen to it backwards? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you accidentally listen to Supernatural? No. no. It's straight up. It sounds like it sounds like if DC Talk was like, hey, John Foreman, come help us out for like a few songs. That's what that this album would come from that. I need to this this is making me realize I need to re listen to Supernatural because that's been years since I've heard that. I huh. love that Wait, album. Wait, sorry, the song specifically or which song specifically on Supernatural? I I don't have a, a specific song. I just that's I listened to typical from this album and thought this sounds like DC Talk. Hmm. I can see on the uh on the verse that could feel a little bit talky. Yeah. With the echoey guitars and the like driving beat. Mm-hmm. I could get that. The main riff. I'd almost say it's more know. like switchfoot derivative. Yeah. Like early well, switchfoot derivative. So so that's what I said when I was listening to it with Claire. Again, two and a half songs before she asked me to turn it off. But um, I was like, this sounds like DC Talk and Switchfoot together. Hmm. Well, now here's my take. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> now wait, that wait, we've wait. just watered down uh, Nathan's, is it, is it's okay. This amazing album. This is what this is what this discussion's here for. Yeah. I I'm glad that there's not just a bunch of yes men here. So Tanner, please, or TK, please please let me know how disappointed I'm, you were in this project. I'm guessing that you're feeling right now about how I was feeling when he started talking about Vampire Weekend. Probably, but <laughs> you weren't very harsh about it. You were just mediocre on it. Which I that's apathy true. is the worst kind of hatred. Wait. That's a Reliant K song. Oh. They have to have something like that. Well, they, Apathetic they Way to Be. Apathetic oh, Way yeah. to Be is, is an EP but I feel and like a song. As a kid, I remember listening to that and being like, apathy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> is, but Reliant but, K sings about it. But then, then the song, they're like, don't be this way. And then what is like, it like? Tra- yeah. Tragedy is apathy. Yeah. Yes. I so, think that is from Apathetic Way to Be. Yeah. At least we can all agree that Reliant K is amazing. That's true. And they seriously hold up. Yeah, I want to go see them on their new tour. You know what's interesting? I thought about a lot about this. I'm, we'll get to your pity in a second. But like in general, I feel like Christian music is not great music. But some of my True. favorite bands of all time are Christian bands. Right, like Reliant Mercy K. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Here's the thing, though. It's it's one of those, and because I because I think we have the same opinion on this, I feel like I can say this on your behalf that it's like. The, the Christian bands that are some of your favorite bands are, of all time are the Christian bands that some Christians would put quotations around yes. Christian band. Right. Which, to mercy be fair. Mercy me. <laughs> yeah. Mercy <laughs> That's funny. Casting uh, crowns. <laughs> which, yeah. Great, I actually, great bands. Great I actually, songwriters. <laughs> they actually are good hate, songwriters. I hate, like, defining things as, like, Christian music and right. not Christian music. Right. It's like, there's worship music and then there's other music. Right. Like, Yes. Yeah, I'm a Christian plumber. My, <laughs> my. <laughs> I I do remember <laughs> going like to the, a sweet name. The, the Christian, 
<laughs> I do remember going to the Christian bookstore and seeing that they had like Christian themed mints and being like, oh, you oh, guys use secular you mints? You mean the testaments? Is that what you're talking about? The testaments? Yes! yes! I know exactly what oh you're talking gosh. about. Oh my gosh! Oh, so your breath was so fresh yeah. and holy. You know what? Okay, side note. I got in trouble at work because we were doing a meeting uh, with an investment firm that was helping us with our retirement plan in our 401k and they had handed out a bunch of you know chapstick and swag and all this other stuff and they asked if we had any questions and i raised my hands and i said why didn't you call these retirements because they gave us mints which was just met with deafening silence and i was like <laughs> okay tough crowd and then i just Ooh, said yeah i just you, said you ripped your collar from pulling it You're i like, just Ooh. said it ain't easy being cheesy and that i moonwalked out of the room <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's unrelated. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism at its finest. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, Tanner, what do you think about <laughs> Mute Math um, Self-Titled? I mean, I, TK. I just think of Britta in Community Moonwalking, <laughs> being dressed as Michael Jackson saying, Your friend is in grave danger. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I'm going to say this. Typical is the most typical Mute Math song. Is it? I feel like it's the most exceptional because it's the best song. Okay. Is that nostalgia talking? Or it could be. Because Honestly, it could be. this was the lead single and what put Mute Math on the map, right? I've This was up until this week. This was the only Mute Math song I'd ever heard. Did you like it? Yeah. I liked, I mean, I liked it fine. Um, and I remember thinking this reminds me of Switchfoot, this, but then as you listen to this album, it again, like perfectly walks the line between being accessible and being very technical. Um, and if you think kind of, um, cause I, I love to be the context guy for like when things come out. So 2005, right? 2006, six. Like, yeah. Yeah. 2006. Yeah. So earth suit, earth suit must've been like 2001, 2002 yeah 2000 is when their their one and only real album came out because the only thing that i knew about mute math was that guy that rapped in mute math started this band and i was kind of like oh you know and i liked earth suit but i think again like so what bands were big in 2005 like in this scene uh it was basically like switchfoot was at the top of their game no that was that was before um Beautiful disaster, to even beautiful come out, let down. Right? Mm-hmm. Or beautiful no, let down. beautiful yeah. letdown was like three. Seven was oh three, really? With like dare to, mm-hmm. what's it called? Yeah, dare you to move. Dare you to that move. That was 03. Huh? I'll fact check this. What about Audio A? For they free. were big too. At the no, time. they were they were they just came out with until my heart, um, Caves does in. something. Caves in. <laughs> until my heart does something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sounds, like a, sounds like a pickup line. <laughs> by sounds like a, our friend. So a great CCM album. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Very marketable. The beautiful letdown. Two thousand seven, according to Apple Music, which that has been wrong about many bull. things. Apple Music, the same establishment that's like freaking yeah, Showbread, Age of Reptiles doesn't exist. Yeah, there's yeah. clowns Sh- who have a shuffle, shuffle whatever album on you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can't trust it's someone who lets over you shuffle. There. Oh, however, <laughs> dare you to move. 
That was off the 05 movie uh, soundtrack. Dare You to Move was on their 2000 album, Learning to Breathe. Right. Yeah. Which is a good album, by the way. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, that was yeah. Never like check math. mute math. So Beautiful Letdown release date was February 25th, 2003. Freaking Apple Music. The next sucks. year they put out Nothing Is Sound, which is right when Mute Math is coming out. So Yeah, 05. Switchfoot is at the top of their game. Reliant K is at the top of their game. They just put out... Mm-hmm. Um, Great album. Yeah, it's, it's a masterpiece. But mm-hmm. not, they the world haven't really maneuvered into the indie rock Christian vein yet except for skillet right except except for the pioneers the, the pioneering <laughs> legendary did you guys talk about their their first couple albums like alien youth oh Invincible? yeah oh, oh yeah because those are the only two that i really actually you, well, you know skipped over their, their actual ones. first album skillet which was just a christian grunge album <laughs> yeah it's like basically bad pearl jam which pearl jam is already bad it's, it's true <laughs> It's, it's worse. It's a worse turd. That's put that on the. Cover. I mean, okay. It's I a worse turd. I don't feel like we need to go revisit the right. skillet episode, but yeah. How do I we get like, here? I feel like at the time, how do we was, get out? Tanner's providing Tanner's, too much context. <laughs> way too much context. Too much so context. we torpedoed your context, reg- pal. Regardless, I feel like mute math really like pushed indie rock. And they did it really well. And and the thing about this album is that there are so many parts to it where I'm like, I don't know what else this is like. Hmm. And I don't know how this got big because there was, at the time, there was nothing like this. Like, there, it's it's so bizarre. Well, here's a question I have for you guys. Because, like, my perception of Mute Math is that they're very big and important. But that's to me personally, right? Like, did they actually make that big of a splash on the music scene? Like how many people actually listened to them? Did they, how successful were they really? I mean, they made five albums and you can't just do that without being moderately successful. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think people who knew Audio Adrenaline and Switchfoot and Reliant K knew who Mute Math was, you know? It's only been a couple of people in my life I've ever met that even knew who they were. Their you, peak is probably what, like opening for 21 Pilots on a big stadium tour? Probably, yeah. Where they're making like good money and playing consistently. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they toured pretty well. They, they could sell out. I'm sure they made a living just doing this. It's not like this was a weekend band or anything of that sort. They were right. Right. definitely legitimate musicians. Right. Career musicians who are doing well, this at a very high level. And still are. And even like, so I'd go to Cactus in like 2000 whatever and i would always see vital okay like on the shelf and if if like cactus like a small town record shop is buying that it's because they think it's going to sell right right so i i think like that's a good sign of like them reaching some kind of importance which by the numbers vitals has the most listens out of any of their albums on spotify it's it's by far like almost every song is over a million plays and most of their albums there's only a handful that way so which I thought was interesting because it's not my favorite, but yeah. Well, I mean, I, again, I think cause I feel like after mute math, you had bands like Seabird and like, you know, so like really interesting kind of different bands that played around more with sounds. Um, it, yeah. And I, I just feel like they did a good job with like 
kind of revolutionizing and making things weird and different and like making it okay to be weird because they could have like mute math with the success that they found could have easily gone like the newsboys route. Like now we're a worship band. And we always talk about this too, like with CCM music, how like it's so easy to like turn, like pull a Sanctus real. Cause like Sanctus real was not a worship band when they started. And like their first album is like, is it's good rock. It's like good rock. rock. It's like, it's almost pop punk. And like, it's so, like it would hold up today if I didn't have the worst taste in my mouth from Saint Israel, and like they could have done that, but they they really went against the grain, and like the, I really respect that about Mute Math. So I think, and I think that like not only do I respect that about Mute Math, I think this is an incredible album. Like this is an album that I, like blew me away when I listened to it in in full. Yeah. And I would also say that if anyone feels kind of tepid about it, it maybe suffers from a bit of Godfather syndrome, which is like you'll see a trope in a movie and be like, oh, that's cliche. And then it's like, oh, no, that's the movie that invented this cliche, you know, like. Right. Like The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. Exactly. No follow up questions. <laughs> uh, Taylor, what do you think about this album? Uh, I think you said it well. I'm I'm on I'm on board with you with pretty much everything, Nathan. The first time I heard this, it hit me like nothing I'd ever heard before. It was new and fresh. And I think typical, which is the the big track on it was like the most friendly song for me to be like, Oh, I like this. I dig this rock. And, uh, you know, it's catchy, but technical and a little bit weird, but still like very much in line with a lot of stuff I would listen to. And then the rest of the album pulled me into other realms of like, well, this is kind of jazzy and like these organ keyboard type sounds i don't even know what this is but i would i would not listen to this song by itself and pick it out and be like man i dig this but as an album as a whole i'm thinking back to our adele comment or conversation earlier too like i think this is a really well structured album with those instrumentals love them or hate them i think they're they're there and give some breath to this album and some breathing room yeah and, and this is a very good moving album yeah so i mean i think the album as a whole and especially as a drummer, like it ends on like the most ripping drum song, which is incredible. Yeah. But I love how it threads. I, I think the album as a whole is, is really, really good. This, I mean, this is one of the few albums that I listened to when I was younger that I really enjoyed listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Which I, I totally agree. And I also agree that the, I think the order really matters and the holistic structure. Cause this was one of the first albums for me that I, Cause you know, when you're a kid, it's like, Oh, this is an awesome song. And you end up with a bunch of songs that you really like. But I was like, this is a project that I really like. And I think that also what you said too, about like, it just hit you was like, this is really interesting. It hit me that way. And I think the only other project that's really done that for me is some of the EPs from half alive, which if you haven't heard half alive, you should totally check them out. They're really interesting. They have been opening for 21 pilots now. Um, so they kind of, yeah, they're really, really interesting guys. And um, uh, yeah, another band that's like, I think their guys are Christians, but they're just making good music. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. Um, so, and yeah, the the, the diversity and weirdness, because I think if you picked an individual song, like if you were in a, on a road trip and you played Stare at the Sun and your friends would just be like, are you okay? Like, do you need to talk to someone? Like, this is like just weird and long and takes forever, but it's really interesting. That's my one beef with this pressing, which... We can talk about this pressing. I have they repressed this album right before they announced that the band broke up, 
And so they only made like 150 of them or something. And I'm on their mailing list. So I just like, it, I saw the email and I bought it immediately. Uh, it sold out in like eight minutes and I didn't know that. And so um, I was checking my Discogs collection value and it was way higher than I thought it would be. And I was like, why is that? It's this pressing is really rare. And so that, so it was listed at like $500 for it or something. Um, but I, what the thing I don't like is that it's a double LP. So it sounds good, really nice quality, but it breaks up the flow of the album in ways I don't like. Like Where, it's, Where's it split? I can't exactly remember where the splits are, but they're not where I want them to be. Halfway through Stare at the Sun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, the first few seconds. Yeah, so side A has... Um, uh, it ends with Noticed. Uh, so it's the first five tracks. Um, and then side B is... Um, uh, wait, no. S- did they do this weird? Oh, no. It, it ends, it, it's without it, polite, stare at the sun, and obsolete. So it ends with obsolete. I'd rather this side have ended with stare at the sun because it's kind of like, feels like it would have wound down there. And so the, the other side's that way too, where it just kind of breaks it in places that I don't want. But you have to do that if you're, you know, splitting into a double LP. But um, anyways, yeah. I've listened to this album probably more than any other album, just like top to bottom. And I just, I still do. It's really good. Also, let, let's just say the cover art for this album is so... So epic. The one thing that is so cool ruins me for this cover album is that this is the exact lens flare that you get when you go into Premiere and make a fake lens flare. And so I've used it many times on different video projects in high school trying to make them look cool. And now I can't not see that. This is like the stock lens flare that Adobe gives you. But other than that, it's really interesting. Like these were because they had four band members that stuck with them the whole time, right? Pretty much. I don't know the, the lineup history. Um, but I think they had them through most of this, at least through the end of Odd Soul. Um, it was like the same four members. And then I don't know, you know, if it was, if they kind of moved on and they went electronic or what happened after that. But um, anyways, yeah. And then also, have you guys, any of you guys ever seen them live? Okay. I haven't either. I've seen the live video, but I haven't seen them live. That was the, so when I was living in Minneapolis, you get, shows there all the time especially minneapolis geographically it's close to chicago and then in any direction basically unless you're like south but really there's nothing from chicago if you're going kind of west elsewhere but like every tour would almost hit minneapolis great city for shows and they have a lot of good clubs there and there would be a million shows on like tuesday night uh like no random band we're like oh they have like two good songs they'd play uh you know, shows like $40 for a ticket. It's Tuesday night, work night. And it's just like, it's just enough of a barrier to like not go to all of those. You know, if it wasn't a Tuesday mm. night or if it wasn't like 40 bucks plus fees plus parking or whatever. Right. And Mute Math was one of those where I think I got home from like a work trip on like Thursday at 8 p.m. and they were playing like that night and, you know, decided not to go and definitely missed that one because there was a couple cool places that they played when they'd come through town and, Missed out. So there's my not story about not seeing you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like the closest city of us got. Yeah. But I just, I bring that up because I've seen some insane pictures of like Paul Meany doing a handstand on a keyboard or something. And it's like, what is going on? I always wonder how their gear like functions throughout a tour. Because yeah. they're pretty rough. But, yeah. you know, they're not like uh, the who where they can trash all their gear and somebody's going to pay for it the next night or they have so much money to pay for it. Sponsors it seems like a pretty... Yeah, it seems like they're pretty rough on it, but yeah, 
I don't know. And they're using old gear too. That's the other thing. They don't use like new keyboards. It's like all old synths. Like Paul Meany loves all the old road stuff and whatever. So yeah, I mean, maybe that old stuff's just like built Ford tough and they don't make them that way anymore. <laughs> I don't know. But like, um, yeah, it's, I've seen some just insane stills at least from, from their concerts. That always made, I mean, obviously it won't happen again. Right. Cause I don't think they're, unless they do a reunion tour, which would be amazing. And I would be, I'd travel anywhere in the U S to go see that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we didn't put this in the tier list, though. So we've heard everyone's take. Where where would uh, I had this at number one? You had this. Taylor had this at number yep. one. John had it at number three, and TK has this at number one. Did you have thoughts other than the context that this album came out? No, nope. Tanner. I mean, yeah, or that I you like my... you like typical and yeah. So this is this is the only Josh tier album that we have, right? Is that where it ended up? Yeah. Just above, which is, I thought this was interesting and that we all agreed on this. I thought I was going to be the only one who thought that typical or typical uh, self-titled and play dead were their best two albums. And we've kind of come to a consensus that that's the case. Their first album and their last album were the best. That almost never happens, right? Like usually they, they just like, they started bad and they got good or they went out with a fizzle. And I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I mean, I haven't heard enough of the albums to actually have a full opinion on this, but from what I have heard, I probably I probably would put Mute Math, like the self-titled at number three. Okay. From what I have heard. Because I really liked Play Dead and what I heard from Odd Soul. Yeah. Um, and then I would go self-titled and then Vitals and then Armistice. Yeah, I think mine would go Play Dead self-titled vitals odds all armist whatever i can't armistice. say the word armistice mm-hmm. okay so let's kind of review this tier, tier list then okay. <laughs> this pandemonium so in the screen. end tier we have nathan mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. oh wow you upgraded the end that looks nice yeah i made it um look a little um you're not a little fancier nice so the end tier the f tier Jonathan is in it. Right. And, um, and Armistice. And Armistice is half in it. The Jonathan oh. tier. No, it's just a big picture. It's oh, okay. It. Okay. Right. Here, let me. Yeah. So the Jonathan tier, Tanner Ramey is in the Jonathan tier. Mm-hmm. The album Vitals is as is um, Jordan Floyd. Okay. Nothing's in the D tier. Um, in the s- Sharing the C and the B tier is their album... Odd soul. Odd soul. Odd soul. It's a C plus. Yeah, I take I, I, we take those. Um in the B tier is Baylite. That makes sense logically. Mm-hmm. In the B tier is Josh's baby. B for <laughs> just yes. B for baby. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In sharing the P tier with the A tier is Brian and Ashley. Yep. Uh-huh. Love it. Duh. Um in the A tier is TK, Odd Future. No, Play Dead. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thing we spent like three hours talking about. Uh, Madison. Yes. And Nathan. Well, we covered Nathan's face with Tanner Hackwood. <laughs> <It was laughs> really right. Madison. I'm in we, the A tier. Madison yeah, is me, A tier. Let me make that a but little Nathan more pronounced. Perfect. And then Corbin Herbal is in the A tier. Perfect. 
uh, as is Tanner Hackwith. He's A plus. He's he is A plus. Oh okay. Yeah. As is pretty dead. Pretty odd. Pretty odd. <laughs> okay. Okay. And now we get to the Josh. And now tier. we get to the Josh tier, which obviously has Josh, Josh right, right, Allie, mm-hmm. Jonathan and Kennedy, the album Mute Math, Sydney, and in the Josh plus tier <laughs> is Claire. Yes. Perfect. Duh. Yeah. Fantastic. Cohesive. Obviously. Clear. Yep. Honest. Read- readable. <laughs> readable. Dare I say yeah. mobile friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Brave. Well, I mean, I, yeah. Brave is a, a word I would use to describe I put it. brave in the B tier. I would look at this and be like, I'm, I would I would just immediately know. Like you you look at this, it's clear. You don't have to really like. Can we put the movie Brave in the B tier? Okay, we'll do we'll stick we'll do one. Put that in there. Oh, uh, no internet. Yeah, no I internet. can't. No, Dang it's it. you know what? It's complete as is. Yeah, it's good enough. It is. So check out the Instagram if you'd like to see this, uh, and also write into the pod if you have suggestions. Can, if we post this though, you have to tag Tanner. Everybody you have to tag, tag everybody. Every single person. Oh man. Um, I'm gonna and give, I have to really edit this, baby. I'm gonna give you the login. Yeah, we so are. No, we are 4,200 <laughs> bars into this song, so I think that's all we had to talk about, right? We ran out of games, we ran out of tiers to list, and we ran out of albums. I mean, we could talk about the EPs, but that's not though. We're good. I mean, they're not bad, but we've already gone through five whole albums. Yeah, but I haven't heard any of them at all, and Jonathan doesn't have any notes on them, so that's fair. <laughs> so I have nothing to contribute. Nothing to channel. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I okay. Can I say really quick? I love having your guys's like talk about the musicality of it, and I I knew that it would be that way coming in. Yep. So I was like, honestly, the less I say, the better. <laughs> um, and my favorite thing is having guests that shine and are just able to kind of like show their mastery and and knowledge and um kind of my mantra is is stop being the smartest person in the in the room you can, like for, for the you host. can try i can, i mean it's super easy but um <laughs> hard to be anything but what you actually are oh you know ah shucks <laughs> cuts both ways <laughs> it, it really does <laughs> it's a double-edged sword um but yeah that's like my favorite thing so thanks for being on the show man glad to be here thanks for having me Crushing guys it. this is a lot yeah. of fun yeah. yeah, for sure. When we when we do Reliant K revisited, revisited, or we do a tier list of Earth Suits albums, <laughs> it'll be really of easy. Earth Suits album. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's alert. three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it would be fun to do just a one-off episode where we like just review that that Earth Suit album. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. Given you know. It's relation to it's fun thing about Earthsuit. That was the first real concert I ever went to. Earthsuit playing oh, no here way. at the Ice Garden. No Rally what? in the Valley, November 2000. Dude. No wow. way. I had no idea they played here. Pivotplex opened up for them. Oh, of newly course. renamed from Porchlight. Yep. They hadn't yep. put an album out I, yet, I don't think. One time I led worship with Scott Brownson. Well, legend. He's, he's a dick. <laughs> Straight up, deck. Welcome back it. from that cut. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back from that cut. My first right concert at the was end. Barlow Girl. So, <laughs> ooh, mine was Thousand Foot Crutch. Ooh, it's a great first concert. That might actually Slash be worse. FM Static. Girl. I love FM Static. 
Well, I should go back and listen to them because I do remember some of the lyrics are pretty. FM cringe. Static is so cringy, guys. Yeah, yeah, I bet that doesn't hold up. Honestly, at all. so is Thousand Foot Crunch. I used to think we just not talk about this anymore. Yeah, I used to think that that guy had the golden touch in music, and mm. I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah, I, mean, I think. Thank I think, God, Hawk Nelson letters to the president totally holds up today and I, is not offensive in I, any way, ooh. shape, or form. I think Paul <laughs> Meany has the golden touch because he produced the only listenable Twenty One Pilots album, and there I said it. The only listenable one, Trench. Yeah. Trench. Hmm. It's I don't pretty good. Twenty One Pilots. It's a great album. That's just surprising. I've heard over all one, the others. I don't, I've heard one of their albums. Because my friend likes them, and I was in his car, mm-hmm. and I don't know which album it was, but I know that it had the song "Chlorine" on it. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. I have a friend who likes them way too much, mm-hmm. and that kind of colors my opinion. You know, like when people okay, Twenty One Pilots is one of those bands where I never really have been into them, but I've always, ever since even before I ever heard them, I've always felt like people are too into this band. Yeah. Well, if you ever get a chance to see them, they are awesome. I've seen them okay. live. Incredible. They put on a show. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. That's how Imagine Dragons job. was. Their music is trash, and their show was really good. My dad enjoyed it, and that, that said a lot. That's the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have an episode called, Does My Dad Enjoy This? I'll submit a photo to the pod, Ooh. but the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, this is at Red Rocks, which is an amazing venue, so that, that helps a lot. He comes, he comes up into the crowd. And comes down our row, and he's like shredded and t- shirtless and very sweaty. And it was just he was getting mobbed, and I was like really not wanting to touch him because he was so wet and slimy. <laughs> and I was just like, "Please, sir." <laughs> so everyone's rushing towards. Him. But and here's you're the thing. Running over. Here's the thing. I was wearing the Jeff and Josh shirt that you see in the tier list, and and the thought crossed my brain is like. Maybe I give him this shirt and see if he puts it on. <laughs> and now he's wearing Jeff and Josh merch for a podcast that no one listens to. But I was like, I'm about to take my own shirt off. Not in front of this guy. Anyways, I have a I have a photo I'll give you guys of him of like coming down the aisle and I'm just like, Woo, like I, don't, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> we need to post that to our Instagram. All right. Um no, yeah, it 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 uh that's really funny. We're bad at ending podcasts. I just got to give a shout out to Dylan Weeby. Huge fan of the podcast, guys. Uh, yeah, he actually just texted me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. I can't tell if this is a joke or not. That's not a joke. That is 100% serious. <laughs> and he's legit. He, he would be a great guest on the podcast. He wants to do <sighs> Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. He, he knows that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, he's amazing. I love Dylan Weeby. Are they like everyday Sunday? <clears throat> no, baby. <laughs> um. I will say this, that there is a project on Bandcamp called Blurry Face. Or, uh, no, Shrek Face. I was going to say, that's a Shrek 21 Pilots album. <laughs> no, 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 it's called Shrek Face, but they took, hey, now you're an all-star, and they remixed it and mashed it up with every song on Blurry Face. Oh, no. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I've never listened to Blurry Face, but I've listened to Shrek Face. <laughs> it's kind of like I've never listened to any of these real songs, but I know all the apologetics versions of the songs. <laughs> then I got his grace. <laughs> now I'm a receiver. <laughs> you know, the irony is that apologetics is the band that got me to listen to other bands that my parents wanted. Oh, it was like, man. ooh, who's this Eminem guy? He's way better than apologetics. <laughs> Have you guys seen that Eminem meme where it's like <laughs> the, the like line... 
that he wrote like in his rap and then it's just like this picture of this guy ripping off his headphones <laughs> i i kind of want to look it up for like just to make sure i'm not crazy in that should it we should we end the podcast first? no yeah. no vamp please wait while tanner looks up a hey, visual tk oh, tk i'm sorry Don't throw me under the bus like <laughs> sorry vamp. it's hard for me to change i've known this guy for years yeah too many years so many years yeah it's like josh always got in trouble um it's true he did <laughs> do you guys ever use the uh the in-ears that or yeah in-ears when you have to click and yeah the the vocal cues where they tell you that and they're like vamp we don't oh have yeah vamp? i have seen that drums yeah. in we use uh we <laughs> drums, just have a live two, mic three that four. my dad shouts into which is nice that is nice but yeah dude we just switched to in-ears like whole hog probably in the last like six months and i finally got customs and they're so nice like i use, i was getting migraines like every sunday because my in-ears were a little too big and they just like push on my ears Ooh. but the customs like you forget you're wearing them they're so what, what are they a couple hundred bucks <laughs> no yeah <laughs> those yeah. the 64 yeah, like, audios 64 audios your... yeah nice yeah, yeah, dude yeah, yeah. How, which ones are they uh the a12t so the 12 driver whoa yeah those are yeah. not just a couple hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> the impressions were a hundred bucks yeah, <laughs> so I have a I have six four audio universal fit. Yep. Um, a tens. Okay. So those are nice too. My dad is getting in the, his A eighteens. Whoa. Uh, which that's the worst part about those is like I want to hear them so bad, but they'll never fit me. Like yeah, I can't hear what they sound like. It's like just yeah. for him. The only reason I got universal fit is because I had a friend that worked for six four audio. And oh. He got them for me half price, so I paid seven hundred dollars for them. I wish I'd known that. I didn't hit him up. Well, that was years ago okay. before I moved to Why Montana. can't you just use your AirPods Pros? <laughs> That's true. It's true. They sound just as good, according to John. there's no Jonathan. delay in Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, Can you imagine? No, no delay, you no wires. playing slower and slower and slower and slower. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner has that meme going. Are you still <laughs> looking for that? Keep vamping. Okay. This has I been mean, I mean, the t- Mute Math episode. No, thank you for nope. listening. If thank I don't you. say it, it doesn't end. If I don't say it, it doesn't end. Thank you for listening. Nope. We and hopefully, if I don't say it, it doesn't end. And hopefully... If I don't say it... TK. I quit. And hopefully... The show. I quit the show. <laughs> and hopefully... Your, your taste, taste in music just got a little, little more terrible. terrible. Did you watch Force Couples?